0: Welcome back to the Love Your Story podcast. Today's episode is titled Own Your Story. It's a fact that some people come through difficult times, bitter, broken, and cynical, while others manage to emerge wiser, more empathetic, and stronger. I believe the path connecting the two, the journey between the pain and the growth, is maybe the most important part of the path it's time that we own our stories all parts of them and that's what we're talking about today stay tuned stories are our lives in language welcome to the love your story podcast i'm Lori lee and i'm excited for our future together of telling stories evaluating our own stories and lifting ourselves and others to greater places because of our control over our stories this podcast is about empowerment and giving you, the listener, ideas to work with in making your stories work for you. Story Power serves you best when you know how to use it. I have a story. It's all mine. I write it every day. This isn't a story I'm actually writing down. This is a story I'm living. And today, I may throw in a plot twist as I get ready to change jobs, or free myself from a bad relationship, or adopt a child. I may create a peaceful scene at a coffee shop because that sounds nice about now. And then maybe I feel like my story needs a little trip to the spa. I love girl spa days. They always look so great in the movies, don't they? Maybe I'll have them put cucumbers on my eyes and cover my face with some gory green mud, just so I know what it's like. That sounds like a fun story to write. Or maybe I want to become an engineer or an opera singer. Hmm, what should I write on my life notebook today? Because it can be anything, people. Sometimes someone else writes something we don't like on our life story. A spouse gets abusive and all of a sudden the story takes a really dark, unexpected turn that I get to frantically try to write myself out of. Or what about the shameful parts? that have been shoved to the bottom of the story, a footnote we want no one to ever read. What about the fear of facing our dreams and failure and daring greatly? While there are sometimes parts of our story that make us uncomfortable, part of loving your story is learning how to make peace with the bad as well as the good. At the very heart of learning to accept ourselves is learning to accept all the spaces we see as failures. And I put that in quotes because so often our failures are just the spaces that teach us things and you cannot call a learning space a failure. But sometimes we see them that way, our shortfalls. There are downright horrible sections, there always are, there are betrayals, there are letdowns. This is the messy stuff that we sometimes feel shame about. But this episode is about owning your own story. It's not to focus on the rough spaces, but The rough spaces are a very real part of who we are, every single one of us. How we got to where we are and what we learned and how we see the world. We cannot be whole without the dark threads of our tapestry. And we can't have the depth that we have without those dark threads. So let's talk about owning it all. It's not a new story. It's one that we all know. You know the one. It's the one where a personal loss or a tragedy or a need takes you to the realm, sometimes from which you are certain you won't ever return. We call it the dark days of the soul story. I've noticed a few things about this part of life. The first is that it's a sacred space. It's often a very private space and one where the deepest details are kept in our vaults. For we can't bear to show too much humanness. Our mistakes, our heartache, our private travails, our crawling, our moments of shaking our fists at heaven, these aren't things that we put out for everybody to see. And the second thing I've noticed, and, and when I say noticed, I'm talking about the hundreds of people that I've interviewed and talked to, okay? We all have the dark days of the soul, the things that didn't turn out as we wanted them to. The second thing is that everyone has them. So while we may feel that we are alone during these times, especially, and that life has dealt unjustly with us or that no one in our circle would ever be able to understand, the truth is that we must each traverse this path on the hero's journey because it's how the hero becomes the hero. It's just an important part of being alive, and there's no way to get away from it. It looks different for everybody, for sure. It's very personalized. The other day, I spoke with a man who was absolutely crushed after years of fighting an addiction and begging God for help, never to receive any additional and heavenly support by his estimation. His world really began to crumble. If God wasn't there to help him beat the very darkness that God claims to want to pull us out of, then could God really be there? The idea of this of just his sincerest cries from an aching heart that they weren't enough to get God's attention, that they weren't worthy of the ear of God, that just only exacerbated his hopelessness. And where was he to go if everything he'd believed in, his foundation, was not there to support this wobbly heart? I watched as his face crumbled in tears, and it really tore at my heart. This was a dark day of the soul. I spoke with a woman who told me of five years of going without sleep. Um, Obviously, she got some sleep, but she was raising three toddlers, and they seemed to never sleep, and they would keep her up all night. So there was real sleep deprivation. And on her last wit's end, there were days when she would just beg God for someone to show up and take care of her children so that she could get just one night of undisturbed sleep. But no one ever came. There were times that she would shake her son to get him to be quiet or hit him. Even she divulged that she had kicked him when her repressed anger could no longer be held back. And she felt horrible about this. She was filled with shame over these actions because she knew better, but she could not handle the endless lack of sleep. And she discovered that she had this deep hidden anger of things that had built up in her and the lack of sleep kept it so that she couldn't push it down inside her anymore. And her shame at the things that she had done, the, these responses to a lack of sleep, was buried deep. She had to find her way out. Well, that was a process for her, and it was something that took her on her own personal and spiritual journey and led her to the things that she needed. But after talking with his people, I, I personally was praying and pondering and demanding that God show up for those who needed him. And as I was doing this... <laughs> In my ever not-so-humble way, I just received an impression, and it was an image of the caterpillar who must make its own way from the chrysalis, or the rose who cannot be pried open early or or never flowers, and the baby bird who must break its own way out of the egg so that it has the strength to live. The dark night of the soul is for everyone, even the ones we love and hate to see suffer. And it must be this way because we become through our struggle. We become who we are intended to be. Elizabeth Kubler-Ross said, quote, The most beautiful people we have known are those who have known defeat, known suffering, known struggle, known loss, and have found their way out of the depths. These persons have an appreciation, a sensitivity, and an understanding of life that fills them with compassion, gentleness, and a deep, loving concern. Beautiful people do not just happen. I mention these examples because they're in the the front of my mind, but also not to say that God never shows up—He often does. But when he doesn't seem to, the path ahead has different purposes, leading you, us, to what we need to be, to who we need to be. For example, the woman who was so tired, she couldn't mother well. She eventually found a 12-step program that was very influential in actually helping her become the person she needed to become in her future life. She needed to seek out that process and learn it and become And so no one showing up for her was part that threw her into that, that threw her down that path and in that direction. It was part of taking her to her best story. We only know what we know now about this situation because we're looking back 20 years but that's how it goes for all of us. Hindsight teaches us many things, but because we do know there is hindsight, it's because we do know that usually that hindsight is very clarifying and that we can see the need for the things that happen to us with that hindsight. When we are actually living in the moment, there is a space of trusting, trusting the process, trusting the things that we are learning and the way things are turning out. When we can accept that these painful, personal spaces are normal, and a part of all good stories. We can then move on to a realization that the dark nights of the soul are not places to hide from in shame. They need not be a thing that separate us from our human family. In fact, they are our common thread with each other. They bring us to the beauty of such things as empathy and understanding, perspective and depth not to mention a compilation of other things that we might need. A great class, a teacher, a support group, a 12-step program, a new perspective, a struggle born of grief that yields beautiful things. The dark nights of the soul are the things that give our tapestry the depth, the beauty, the understanding that give us character. Trust the process. When we chisel our way out of our shell with our own little beak, We gain everything. This show is brought to you by the 21 Challenges Group platform. If you are a leader of a group, any type of group, book club, network marketing, employee group, a youth group, a friend group, and you're in need of a fun, fresh, positive way to connect during this disconnected time, we've got an online program that'll create fun, stretching connection and engagement with your team. Your team will get a fully immersive platform for the 21 challenges and weekly coaching with Lori Lee as we spend three weeks creating awesome possibility. LoveYourStoryPodcast.com and look for the group link. Oprah, in her book, What I Know For Sure shared her shameful hidden story, and I'd like to share it with you here. She said, quote, "'For years I had a secret that almost no one knew. Even Gail, who knew everything about me, wasn't aware of it until several years into our friendship. I hid it until I felt safe enough to share. The years I was sexually abused from age 10 to 14, my resulting promiscuity, and finally, at 14, my becoming pregnant.'" I was so ashamed I hid the pregnancy until my doctor noticed my swollen ankles and belly. I gave birth in 1968. The baby died in the hospital weeks later. I went back to school and told no one. My fear was that if I were found out, I would be expelled. So I carried the secret into my future, always afraid that if anyone discovered what had happened, they too would expel me from their lives. Even when I found the courage to publicly reveal the abuse, I still carried the shame and kept the pregnancy a secret. When a family member, who has since died, leaked this story to the tabloids, everything changed. I felt devastated, wounded, betrayed. How could this person do this to me? I cried and cried, and when I dragged myself from my bed for work on Monday morning after the news broke, I felt beaten and scared. I imagined that every person on the street was going to point their finger at me and scream, Pregnant at 14, you wicked girl! Expelled! But no one said a word. Not strangers, not the people I knew. I was shocked. Nobody treated me differently. For decades, I had been expecting a reaction that never came, and I soon realized that having the secret out was liberating Not until then could I begin repairing the damage done to my spirit as a young girl. What I learned for sure was that holding the shame was the greatest burden of all. While it is often private, the things that happen to us, a dragon that we must face to stretch our souls, we are not alone. We are not an individual creature who cannot be understood. We are not the pioneer of pain. No, we are just human. And we are part of a greater whole. We are trusted. We are growing. And sometimes we must simply reach out, reach out of the hole that we find ourselves in and ask for a hand to hold, another human or an angel to connect with long enough to get the strength for one more day. The struggle is the dance. Now, every story is different. Every dark day of the soul is individual, But what stays the same is our humanness and also that voice that tells you that if people knew how broken you are or what you had done or how screwed up you really are, how you handled some difficult emotion wrong or some vice that you allowed or some forgiveness you withheld, some shame that no one can ever know, there's that voice that is always in the back of our heads that is creating that shame that is saying that if people knew Your children would not love you. Your parents would disown you. Your friends would leave in droves and your therapist. They would stay, but only for the money. I suspect we all hear that voice. Are we unlovable because of our true stories? Sometimes it feels like that. Sometimes the struggle is one that, that feels shameful to us. But in reality, we can expand. We can become more full of love, more human and more godlike at once because of the sacredness of our true stories. Take a deep breath. Close your eyes. Accept that this is a part of being here. The price to play the game, especially people, if you're playing big, trusting, stretching, trying, that is vulnerability and sometimes pain. But your pain makes you who you are and accepting your story tapestry with all the dark threads as well as the colorful shining threads is what makes a beautiful tapestry and a beautiful story, a beautiful life. So own your story, all of it, all the parts and pieces. It's who you are. Your challenge for this week is to dig into your heart in that little space that you hope to hide that sacred childlike space that fears exposure and name your feelings about the darker threads of your tapestry and then extend compassion to that younger you we all do the best that we can with the tools that we have in the moment we live we learn accept all of it all of you your whole experience and let it be what it is it's okay own your whole story it's the first step to loving it thank you for being here today Have a fabulous couple of weeks and I will see you back here on the show two weeks from today.